Guys, I'm performing my brand new show, Roleplay, at the Glorious Wall Garden in Bangor, by the sea, on Saturday the 19th of August, 2023. The tickets are selling really well, there's not a load left, so if you want to get on there, get the stepping to the link in the description of the podcast, and get one of the last remaining tickets and come and see me on what's going to be my most exciting, fun show to date, Roleplay, in the beautiful setting of the Bangor castle wall garden on the 19th of august see you there listeners viewers people who have been forced coerced to watch this as some form of paramilitary torture i assume um if you want more of this torture you can get it at www.patreon.com forward slash slagai podcast where you get an early access release of the the weekly podcast you get extra bonus content you get the extra slag eye podcast on a monday or early in the week at the latest you get uh, guest episodes or vlogs on a friday you get the live podcast that we did at the strand with myself aaron butler and psychic glenn and much much more all for as little as two pounds a month at www.patreon.com forward slash slag eye podcast this podcast is sponsored now then and forever by Modest Beer, until maybe they drop me if I say something, you know, controversial. But anyway, for the meantime, we're sponsored by Modest Beer. Modest Beer is my favourite tinned beer, and they're also available on draft. What is better than that? Now, why should I sit here and tell you about Modest, other than the fact that they sponsor the podcast? Well, because it's a delicious beer by a brand that I stand over, based here, right here in Hollywood, County Down, where we are today. This, that's where the, the origins of Modest lie. Now, in fairness, they're not based here anymore. They've moved to bigger premises. But this is where it all began. And if you want to know more about Modest, about their journey, about their beers, about their merch, about anything, hit up their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk and sign up to their exclusive brews letter to get all things Modest sent directly to your inbox. And you can check them out on social medias as well, at Modest Beer. That's all you need to know about them. They're Modest. That's a Modest read, but they're well worth checking out big shout out big up yourself modest beer i'm the slag guy hello and welcome to this week's slag guy podcast hopefully everybody if you're listening to this you're having a good week if you're watching it on youtube listen i hope you're well i hope you life is finding you good weird thing is i hope this email finds you well that's a weird phrase like what does any an email doesn't find you receive it you know so Again, I'm digressing, but I hope wherever you're listening to this or watching it, the mood is good. Hopefully the sun has remained in the sky and you guys can get out, have a barbecue, a couple of cold beers, a few modests and a bit of sausage in the sun and then listen to this podcast. For anyone listening to this in the gym, weird. Lift harder. One, two, three. Squeeze. There you go. But this was another fun episode. Um, the word fun is going to be pretty uh, overused in this episode because my guest this week is none other than the fun ball guy, Ian Thompson. So this episode was just a couple of fun ball guys reminiscing about the good old days, about the times before the smoking bans, about the time whenever you could go on lads' holidays and be approached by club reps and they could just say whatever they want. Good old days. Back in the innocent times whereby you didn't need to sign a form in a nightclub to give someone a peck on the old, I nearly said on the old dick, I didn't mean that on the old lips, you know what I'm saying, but anyway, it was a fun episode with uh, the country's most foremost sea swimmer, so you know, this is this shows you what we do in this podcast, we have conflicting views, we come together, we unite and we have a good time, and hopefully, wherever you're listening to this or watching it, you're having a good time, and enjoy my conversation this week with my friend and yours, the fun ball guy, Ian Thompson. Me and my mate in the bath in Prague. Fully penetrating each other. No, but he, he is like pushing my cleavage together with his feet. Mm-hmm. I've just got a, a spliff in between my, my cleavage. Nice. It's a good look. And then he's fucked. Yeah, fuck, yeah obviously. Absolutely. Again. Yeah. Again, nice time. Prague, Prague is a... Uh, is a loose spot we're recording already and so don't worry about it i've oh, done the introduction and, and we're good to go but prague have you been many times no only once and i'd love to go back but mm. for some reason i think my missus went there and didn't enjoy it like yeah. separately mm-hmm. so because uh, you miss you 
well, she hadn't met me yet, so she wasn't enjoying life. Full right, stop. just full on depressive. Yeah, so yeah. just Prague, yeah. anywhere she visited before me, in her mind, is just shit. And so where was the first place you went together as we trip? And does that hold Cyprus. Mm. So, yeah, it does hold very fond memories. And was, um, that, was that like just a wee a holiday or was it a holiday? Uh, just, just a wee holiday, but um, it was quite funny because, you know, being a New Zealander, she's... Mm-hmm. Travelled quite a bit because they all just want to get away from somewhere that's in the arsehole of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, she'd experienced all these sort of cultural capitals of Europe and then just arriving in like Ayanapa mm-hmm. was a, a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah. And I mean, Ayanapa's fun in its own regard. Oh, I, it? Yeah. it is. But she was expecting a bit of culture. And oh, there's culture the, there, all right. The first it's... place the bus stopped after the airport was, was a hotel drop off. And right opposite, there was like, a Tesco extra sized supermarket mm-hmm. called Booze and Fags. Nice. And she was just like, what the fuck is this place? <laughs> and you were like, can I just hop off here for yeah, a quick 10 exactly. minute jaunt here? So <laughs> she was tottening just like, there's no culture here. And then 24 hours later, she was fucking snorting Zambuk off a bar. So yeah, you had your effect. I she like came around to yeah. it. I went to my first like, Lads, 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 holiday that I in Apple when I was 17. So, fully illegal. I don't know why my parents let me do it, but I went there and it was a good time. We came across these two characters, who, club reps, called Johnny Boy and Rambo. Uh-huh. And they were literally the two most dodgy guys you can meet. Because we're in a hotel, and like, obviously, you know, a lot of those party hotels have like set brand reps. So, yeah. it was escapades. Uh-huh. There's this guy in, who was the rep in the hotel. And I. You know when you see, and I think it's more prevalent now, the older you get, you see somebody and instantly go, not for me. Yeah, Don't. yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was like... But I saw people sitting in traffic this morning. Yeah. I was just <laughs> like, like <laughs> I never want to speak to that person. Fuck this guy. <laughs> but this particular guy, like, I I mean, now I was younger, you know, a bit more athletic, but more judgmental in terms of physiques and things. This guy, when I'm like, when you're a rep, you need to have a six-pack, you know what I mean? You need oh, to look I. like a Love Island guy. This guy, we pop belly. Had like wee beads around his wrist, and he had a tattoo. I thought you were gonna say wee beads somewhere else. No, I mean, I mean, out of his respect for him, if he was just rocking the anal beads <laughs> you know, at breakfast, <laughs> just a wee tail. Yeah, he'd be like, "Listen, do you want to try some activities? <laughs> Sign me up." <laughs> but he, uh, he had a, a an escapades tattoo on the tramp stamp area, and I was like, "Nate, no, what are you doing?" So instantly, we were a bit like, "I don't know if I want to get into his escapades." You know, I don't know if he's my kind of guy. So one day we were lying, we we're just lying and sunbathing now there was about six guys and a couple of girls were away with us and you know whenever you're that kind of age you're protective with the, you're really like so any other there are girls around, you're like yeah like yeah, 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 yeah. sisters not in a sexual way because we were like we sisters we were like fucking these guys so we were at the bar and they were sunbathing and we looked over and saw this dude who looked about again he's probably maybe 25 but looked to us at 17 about 50 these two guys like on the girls backs massaging them and we were like Fuck's going on over here, you know, chest pumped. I don't know what's going on here. And he turned around and he goes, All right, mates. And I was like, Yeah. And he goes, Do you like parties? And I was like, Yeah, I guess so. And then he goes, Do you like cock tits, fanny ass, minge? And I was like, Probably some things like that, you know? Just the cock. <laughs> but it was that, it was that like, like, like he had memorized, Do you like cock tits, fanny ass, minge? And like, we were like, Well, maybe. And then his mate, Rambo whips out this big like like an Argos catalogue but it was all it had all been like it, laminated it, it was laminated yeah and it was like all crinkly and all and he was like these are some photos of parties we throw and he was flicking through it and was just like wet t-shirt contests people in pools ditties out dicks out ah water just fucking come tequila everything and he's like we do these wild boat parties and then Rambo had another book under his arm and he goes to him Rambo, don't show him that book. He'll just take it away for a wank. And we were like, okay. So then, like, after about two minutes of this spiel, like, these two, like, mysterious characters, the escapades guy came down with another escapades rep, raging, being like, get the fuck out of here. You aren't allowed to be in here. And then Johnny Boy and Rambo literally jumped up, flipped over a bush onto a Vespa and just disappeared into the night. And we were like... I'm interested in these guys or something about them. So did you we, did you hunt them down? Oh, we were out later and we found them. Yeah. Johnny Boy and Rambo. Did you go on the boat? And we signed up for a boat party. And tell you what, good time. It was a good time. The boat party. There oh, was, was. You know I, what there was at the boat party? Cock. Cock. Tits. 
Fanny, <laughs> arse and minge. Now, <laughs> everything, everything, anything, as he would say, anything you want. And yeah, it was it was a wild time for 17 sounds year like old. Eyes were open. Sounds like a good party. And cheeks were open, yeah, it was a good um, time. The first sort of holiday I went on like that was Magaluf when I was 18 in 1997. And what was bizarre when we were there, Diana died, right? Uh-huh. But it was before, like, internet yeah. or mobile phones even. So everyone had been up all night partying and then one of the girls that was, like, in our group was like, here, someone was saying there, Princess Diana died in a car crash in Paris uh-huh. last night. And we were all, like, bollocks. Yeah. Like, and for hours, nobody actually knew until it was early enough in the morning or late enough in the morning, I should yeah. say, for her to like phone home and mm-hmm. uh, say to her mom and dad, "Is this true?" But I can remember arriving, and like we had literally been in the hotel for forty-five minutes, mm-hmm. and this Geordie guy just popped his head round <laughs> the door with like the apartment door was open. He's like, "Do you want to buy any hush, man?" Yeah. And they were like, "I probably," yeah. uh, and then was sort of befriended this fella like and he was hilarious and then it was about I think we were there for two weeks and one night we were sort of we were on the ground floor sitting on the wee balcony bit just beside the pool yeah. having a few beers before heading out and he came walking past and he was like do you want to see me shagging photos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like what? And we were sort of he pulled out like an old school like packet of photos Yeah. and uh, we were expecting like to see an arse or a tit or something yeah. and it was like full on everything but the thing was right I mean obviously this is very problematic but in 1997 it mm-hmm. didn't really go on so if he or his mates pulled uh-huh. when they were heading back to theirs with a the girl one of the other ones would go and like hide in the wardrobe <laughs> and then like burst out with a camera yeah. Um, yeah, wow. But that, I mean, different like, times. Because that, that was the thing. Like, it's happened a few times. And I've been telling maybe stories of whenever, like, like you say, back whenever you're 18. But, and like, people would do, like, I've told a story before about whenever we were in school, there was a thing that some of the guys would do called ghostbustering, where you'd put your, your phone. Now, it was like, not like phones like they are today, but on record and slide it, like, under people's skirts and stuff. And I'd be like, ah, God. And, like, tell you what, an, an inventive name for the act because who thinks you know what we'll do because the Ghostbusters have the trap that's who are you going to call yeah, yeah I know the police okay. <laughs> see you later but like uh, like sometimes you, you think about it and I like, go to say stories or stuff we had seen and go oh fuck this is oh, yeah, so yeah. problematic nowadays I mean yeah e- even like I've spoken to Jordan about this like because uh-huh. obviously you and I have sort of been out of the dating yeah. game for a while but yeah he was saying, like, I he, speak for yourself, bro. <laughs> what a player. Yeah. Uh, he said, um, like, you know, if he hooks up with someone on Tinder or whatever, uh-huh. and, like, they show up at his place, uh-huh. he's like, even if they've had a glass of wine, he's like, yeah, should I yeah. be, like, you know, trying anything on here? Because so, that was the one thing I was thinking about. I remember when I sort of first, I first got with Catherine, I was really, like, stuck in what I felt. I was, I, am I, is this friend zone here or is this something else so I was like I need to make some kind of move to show her you know I'm interested so you know obviously full on Weinstein yeah I just I drugged her and tied her to a radiator no <laughs> but like when she was leaving my house this was like maybe the third third time we'd maybe seen each other I was like the the crack was good as Van Morrison would say but I was like is it just are we just chums yeah so literally I, I on the way out I had to grab her face and just stick lips on her yeah. thankfully it was reciprocated uh-huh. but Thinking now, people would be like, oh my God, he just grabbed me. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, well, funny, I heard like Russell Kane on his, he's got a good podcast, Evil Genius on BBC Sounds, mm-hmm. and he was saying about, uh, he met his wife, she was sitting in the front row of one of his gigs, uh-huh. and he said like, even that's 10 years ago or whatever, and he's now like, you know, the power dynamic there. Yeah. Because obviously he's in a position of yeah. sort of superiority almost. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, if, if it was now, I don't think I would try and get off of someone that was in the front row oh, of one yeah. of my gigs. Yeah, that because again, that would be something that you would go. He's know, taking advantage. Yeah, or like, are they a fan and they're like they're wanting, you know? And you're like you said, luckily for me, I met Catherine at a gig, but she was not a fan. 
Yeah. That that worked in my favor. She was just brought by a mate to see Shane. Oh, and really? And then she like she's she, like, I didn't even know who, who Shane was, who you were. I don't even know I was there. I was just heard it was afternoon drinking, and I was there. She's like, bringing right. her mate, and you and Catherine are just yeah, just <laughs> chatting about yeah. But it was yeah, but that that is a worry. Like, see now thinking about what it would be like dating, even from what ten years ago, whenever uh-huh. we were, it's like totally oh, I yeah. different. Well, completely. I mean, I've been tied down for 19 mm-hmm. years so it uh, all of it is just a different world for me like because I remember at one point someone was joking what's what's it going to bloody be you're going to need a contract yes you probably will need a contract yeah. at some point I think some universities in England tried to introduce some sort of like consent app or something yeah just to uh, Make sure there was but no what one. happens if you are really blocked and you hit the wrong one by accident? Well, <laughs> like, true, oh. yeah. <laughs> or you're oh. really blocked and fall asleep and someone else accesses the app. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, there you go. See, there's, there are, what I think you need to do is, speaking to Jordan, Jordan, um, how was I talking to him about, maybe, on a podcast about... Uh, Oh, no, I meant Katie Price, not Jordan Robinson. Oh, no, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't take anything she says at all. It wouldn't take that very much with a pinch of salt. <laughs> but um, he was telling me about the job he had when he was in Australia working in the morgue, you know, oh, making sure uh, yeah, yeah. all the dead bodies were up for it. No, uh, <laughs> so gross. I watched a documentary about a guy who raped the corpses last week and it was called The Monster in the Morgue, and it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Hmm. But then he was kind of like, hey, he killed a couple of people in the 80s. He's <laughs> just sitting there watching yeah. it going, this isn't as funny as I thought it would be. Yeah, but he, but he was like, you know what, I killed a couple of people in the 80s, but then I got to John Morgan and realised it wasn't actually killing people I liked, it was fucking the corpses. So, hey, I, 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 I scratched the itch, you know? And then they were like, well, that's problematic. Stop you know? killing people. Yeah, but again, it's still the grossest thing I've ever... Like, like, watching, normally I wouldn't be too uncomfortable watching any sort of... But that, I was like, oh no, oh no, this is the worst. But Jordan's job, anyway, was to just watch people doing autopsies to make sure they weren't doing anything inappropriate. Aye, oh, naughty. So do you get, like, somebody, like a prefect or something, or whatever the equivalent is at, at, at uni, and be like, like, I was going to call him a booty watcher, but I don't know if that's if that's a phrase, to be like, maybe just the consenter or something. I mean, the booty watcher's yeah. maybe not the right term. They're but, just sitting cracking one off in the corner. Yeah, but no, they have. that's the one thing that they have to do. They have to sit in their hands and just watch. Like, you know that urban myth of the... Of the clown in the bedroom, just sit in the corner and watch. Yeah. You know, is everyone okay in the house? Ah, oh, it's all good apart from that creepy clown statue in our bedroom. We don't have one. Ah, oh, it's a pedo. I mean, why do pedos always dress like clowns? Just for the crack. It's a weird one. But yeah, consent is something that's very important. And uh, make sure you have it at all times. Guys, this is maybe a, a humorous podcast, but at the end of the day, we have serious messages. Oh, I Very much so. Or just be older. That's another thing. We live in a time where you can, you know, do whatever you like. See, I don't know who was talking about this recently. About it might have been you on a podcast oh, talking no. about nursing homes being mm-hmm. rife with STDs. Yes, that was me. Yeah, yeah that's my specialist subject. Yeah, because yeah, like, well, I remember like I worked uh, worked in the a medical practice at one mm-hmm. stage, and there was a nursing home nearby. Where there'd been a bit of shenanigans going on, like amongst the inmates, yeah. amongst the, yeah. the, the the residents, the tenants. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And um, so there was big question marks, you know, over whether or not it was appropriate. But nobody was forced, like, yeah. you know, some of them might have been slightly demented, but yeah. they certainly didn't object. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's the one, because right? whenever I found that, it was like it was weird. But then you sort of, in some way, go. Respect that they're still oh, up for it at that age. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe that's a good thing. You go oh, in there I, and... Well, look at Pacino and De Niro still. Yeah, and Berlusconi, RIP. He was oh, I still Shagger. slinging right to the end. Yeah. But no, didn't uh, De Niro just have a kid? Yeah, and Al Pacino's got one on the way. See, I are those? Are they just so close mates? They're like, oh, one-upmanship here? Yeah, I think it would be interesting to see, like, you know... Pacino has <laughs> it. When he becomes a dad again, he yeah. has to say... Say hello to my little friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he will. I'm sure he will. I'm yeah. sure. But then I look at that and go, I like the idea, you know, of still having the the capabilities to do that, if so you fancied it. Mm. However, the thought of being given a newborn in my 70s Fuck is me, nothing man. Honestly, terrifies me more. Like, our neighbours have just had a baby, and you, you look at it and you just think, 
that is such a cute, beautiful little wee thing. Uh-huh. And then a few minutes later, your brain goes, well done on getting a vasectomy in yeah. 2014. Yeah. Don't fall into that trap again. Yeah, because that was the the, the worry. with, Like, again, I'm not going to come on here and be like, I'm Joe Rogan here, I'm going to get into this because he's stupid. But, like, you know, whenever they're like, oh, animals, young, ba- like, baby animals and young babies look so cute, so you see them and feel, like, the affection for them. Oh, that don't you don't throw them against the wall. Fuck them into the, the river or whatever, you know. But, like, I was at a wedding a couple of weeks ago and there was a couple of newborns there and I was almost going, like, give us a go, give us a go. <laughs> you know? But then, and then, like, looking at Catherine being like, oh, and then you totally forget because you're like, they're so sweet, they're quiet, they're, uh-huh. but then they aren't mine. Then, like... The babies that just don't go exactly. to sleep. Exactly. They need... And like, see, when you're leaving the house, Jesus in heaven, it's like you're bringing, like, oh, for supplies for a two-week holiday. Yeah. It's terrible. To go and visit someone for an afternoon. You yeah. pack the fucking car. Meeting a mate for a coffee yeah. is an absolute fucking Oh, man, I was just the, Like, I, we were lucky first time around. My son just slept brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but my daughter more than compensated for that. Um yeah. And still likes a good fucking screaming session every mm-hmm. so often. How old is she now? Eleven. Oh no. But it was just like the the constant I'm a guy who needs his sleep, Davy. Yeah. And like she never slept for more than an hour. Um no. And it was just horrific. And it was like the tiniest wee noise yeah. would wake her up again. Yeah. Um I remember one time like taking ages and finally getting her settled and just putting her into the cot. And then I just swallowed some saliva in my mouth uh-huh. and just the yeah woke her. Oh no, she's just screaming again. Oh, it's 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 the like I had something like no I I must admit I was quite fortunate with their sleeping, and and again like I think it's how you you, you approach it too to an extent because with the firstborn obviously you're like that's all there is that's the focus of both your attention all the time. Mm-hmm. So you have like what I remember when I brought Holly home to start with not the UFC fighter. My, my daughter and put her in the like I just remember the first night just looking at her and the way like next to me like I just have to watch you know like am I like a warder I'm just watching like on suicide watch all night to make sure and it was about three days before I kind of tried to sleep normally again and it was were you dressed as a clown of course always <laughs> just sitting in the corner <laughs> but it was just that whole thing I didn't know what to do and it was like but because we when we tried to do everything by the book by the time the second one came and it, like the first, the hardest thing when Holly was around was whenever she was crying, and we were like, we need to leave her to yeah. just let her go over again because you just want to. But Matilda, like, fuck up and close the door, and she. Yeah. But I remember when she was fine once she got to sleep, and now thankfully, like they, they don't nap, they, they never really napped, but at night they would sleep through, so that was you know it was kind of a bonus. But I remember one time in particular, I was had just rocked Matilda to sleep, and she would not go to sleep, and she was I think really like colic and stuff, and was really. And I was just putting her into bed, and I had misjudged how far I was from the bed. I was about that much short, and just basically fucked her down her face. And I was like, oh no, all that work to get her asleep, and I've just dropped her in her face. And then that was me up all night with her. And, uh, like, my, my and it's weird, like, because you're a guy that always has, you know, a healthy supply of rehypnol. Yes. So you think yeah. you can get them to sleep really But then again, I don't like to waste that. Yeah. You know, I like to keep my doses. Well, as I was saying, the, our neighbours just had their first baby. I don't know how they'd say they're sort of early to mid thirties maybe and uh but for the last few years since we've moved into the house uh, you see on a sunny afternoon. Yeah. You hear them out the back and you just hear like a champagne cork yeah, just the and way. you're like son of a deadly. So yeah. now the shoe is on the other foot uh-huh. and just like you know, any as soon as we hear them out in the garden with the baby, we're like fucking Rambo and Johnny Boy. Yeah. Like just <laughs> Do you like cop? <laughs> Not anymore. We're just out in the garden. <laughs> Anything you want. <laughs> oh, but no, that, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know what the mental thing is whereby you get to a position where things are okay in life and you think, let's fuck it up again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's have another one. Let's. I know. But that's know. the mental thing because you do, like, I think now all this, like, for me, the worst was always a newborn stage. It was like just such... A fucking melt, mm. and then now Matilda's kind of out of that. She can so you like you can let them have like their lunches or their breakfast together. They scoot about, they'll play ah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to watch them totally. Yeah, it's great. But then yeah. a bit of me be like, I could have them, and then I'm like, No, you absolutely couldn't. Stop I know. it. I know. Knock but it I, in the head. I mean, you would need to be a multi-millionaire to be having a yeah. fucking newborn when you're seventy something. Yeah. 
Nah, because then I suppose <laughs> that's the me. thing too. Whenever you're like a, a film star, you don't need to really raise your kids. You just kind of oh, I just and employ then, someone and to do it. Dude, does it? I don't know if you're like Arnie. That's one you, of the uh, you'd knock her off to have another kid with that. Beautiful North Down scenes I've ever seen was mm. uh, a dad smoking fags in his garden while round the corner they had a personal trainer working with the kids. Nice. <laughs> that is very nice. Like, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. Yeah. See, I don't know. Like, I I don't know if ever I am. If ever I was at the stage where I had enough money, I, I still don't think. I think now I've only learned to be kind of frugal with money recently. Like, it's uh-huh. a, new, a new phenomenon. Like, for the first three months, I went full time at comedy. I wasn't keeping any of my money because, like, my comedy money would have just been, I would have given it over for, like, Family stuff, you know. Oh, where, yeah, yeah. And then when I just I just kept doing that, and Catherine was like, "Why have you no money? Is this this bad?" And I was like, "Oh, I." She, you not keeping any of your money? I was like, "Oh no, didn't even, didn't even yeah. think, you know." So it's like, I think no, I, I just I would always try to spend with my means now. And just mm. try to say that's uh, one of the good. Like I was fucking useless with money. Like it was always go- going into like an unauthorized overdraft, not. Yeah. But then my missus, her dad, was an accountant and. Uh-huh. They didn't get on brilliantly, but from him, she learned yeah. how to fucking keep on top of things. So ours is like a military operation yeah. in terms of what's coming in and what's going out. Yeah, no, I like that. But again, I've kind of I I've had to take on a bit more responsibility now that I've gone. Like I'm more of a of a, of a housewife now, and I, and then Catherine's like the next thing you need to do is like look after because I would have just gone to like say Tesco's or something and just whatever I needed put into the thing yeah. and I'd be like that looks nicer than that boom boom Aye. and like I'm coming out it's like a couple hundred quid for a family shop she's like I could do that for 60 quid in Lidl yeah. Like, yeah. yeah that's a very common conversation these days I think yeah Lidl must be fucking rubbing oh, their hands Lidl is dope like, I, it I, really is I, I, was a, I was not a fan of Lidl until lockdown yeah. and then I, was, I liked the setup they had because uh-huh. it was like a one way track and see great. we always would have got like a Tesco delivery and then just real, this is very exciting podcast Sean um, listen my listeners are all of our elk and age good don't worry they're not like these cool hip students that are better drinking not be. lattes and you know shooting heroin shooting heroin <laughs> and fucking that's what young people yeah, do watching succession no um, old guys doing chores but you see that the little deluxe range they, they yeah. have these things fagnums we call them as in fake magnums yeah. Oh, I was wondering what was going to be there. Unbelievable. Yeah. Because like, I've had the, the the wee, like, croquette things that they have from the Deluxe Range. Uh-huh. Tremendous. Oh. The, I, the, the ice cream they do is great. Oh, aye. Yeah, And it it's all, great. like, it's ready as soon as you take it yeah. out of the freezer. You don't need to microwave it for 10 seconds or anything. Yeah. It's and you know what else? They're fruit and veg. So anything that's grown in the ground, great. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a big fan of their eggs. I don't know why I had their eggs once. I just thought they were nice. Eggs. But I don't. And, and, of course, the, the bakery. It's yeah, just, it's famed. I know a guy that uh, worked in Little for a couple of years, and he was just like, "I had to get out of there, or else it was going to be fucking twenty five stone." Yeah, because he said like before he kicked the ball in the morning, uh-huh. he had at least three pastries. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but now he works for uh, an alcohol distribution company. He's an alcoholic. Yeah, so, there yeah. you go. So you know, fat, but he just can't see at all or drive. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, I watched a video last night on Twitter that was like, uh, there's just an account I follow, like historical videos, uh-huh. and it was the it was just after they'd made drinking in cars illegal in Australia, and the guy was like, "What the fuck?" And must have I do a, a, a an eight hour shift and not have a couple of tinnies in the car? What? <laughs> and then a woman was like, "Yeah, I'm." Um, the one thing they don't let me drink, and now they tell me I have to wear a seatbelt. Like what? It's gov- <laughs> It's communism. <laughs> it's like what? This so is bad. exactly how Nazi Germany started. Yeah, exactly. And like I was watching the film Monty the other night. Actually, the the film. Uh-huh. I, I I love that film. Right. I've and, only ever seen that once. But there's a new. Never have I been more excited for TV series. Yeah, I've ever. heard it's really good. The series coming out, and it's it's the fourteenth. Outside today, the Phil Monty TV series. Up the hood. Looking forward to that, but. In it, there was a, a scene where, like, one of the fellas was just having a fry up and a smoke. I was like, going, that's so mental. You know, that was within, you know, my memories. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people now, a lot of comics are probably, like, they cannot remember when you were smoking oh, indoors. Yeah. And, like, that was just common. Yeah. Or even, like, 
having to leave the room to take a phone call because like yeah. the phone was in the hallway. You yeah. know, I, I, can't I, remember, I think yeah. I was doing a bit about like an ex girlfriend, like having, and then I had to explain. Yeah. That she, she had to leave the room because nobody had a mobile phone. Yeah, because I, I had a bit sort of about whenever you had the, your mum would make you thank your aunt for buying you a present. Uh-huh. And she'd come in and like have the phone stretch around, come and speak to your auntie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, and she'd be like, come on, and they'd be fighting with the phone and you'd be like, hi. Yeah. And it was, it's just, it was such an alien concept. I, do you remember there used to be smoking rooms in places, like in offices? Yeah. Or, and there was like, and you would walk past it and it was this like a smoke machine of just a couple of fellas in there with, with yellow fingernails and eyes. Just oh, I, like, I worked, at, I worked at the airport and I mean, they had very strict policies on where you could and where you couldn't smoke, but yeah. I just went into the box and had a fag and no one fucking battered an eyelid. Like. Yeah. No, it's, it's, but that's, it's mad. Do you remember the, like the first time you went to a nightclub? After the, they brought the ban in? I can remember going down to Dublin uh, and being in a bar. And like, so down south introduced it before here. Yeah. I just remember smelling puke. Hundred, That was exactly, yeah. exactly um, what I'm like. And the carpets, you're like, fucking here, stinking. But I remember we were living in Edinburgh before. So I think Scotland was the first part of the UK to introduce it. Yeah. But I remember being in a bar, sort of the west end of Edinburgh near the Hart Stadium the night before the band was coming in uh-huh. and there was people with ca- like just taking photos with like fucking 10 yeah. fags in their hands like <laughs> the good old days like yeah like one of my I remember there was a time I uh, was in a, and I must have must have come in when I was about 19 I think because or 18 because I remember being in a bar and stealing like a group of us thought we we're going to break one of the cigar stands on the bar you know, they used to have the wee glass oh, cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to break a wee corner in it and just steal all these cigars. And we did. We managed to do it. And we were all... And then, like, how we got caught, because at the time I thought it'll be inconspicuous, but we had, like, two cigars each in our mouths and our hands were filled. <laughs> like, it was very evident. <laughs> how did they know it was yeah, us? it was us. And I remember, like, when we got brought in to see, like, the head bouncer, one of my mates was walking in front of me and all the guys had him by the arm and his hands were in his pockets and he was just emptying cigars out of his pockets. And like, you know, back in the day, you'd wear combat trousers and yeah, stuff yeah, to yeah. clubs, just out of the side pockets, out of the back pockets. And then he got brought in. And, and again, thankfully, I think for our, at least our, our teeth and our bones, the head bouncer was a guy we had just met on our holiday in Magaluf. Nice. On a lad's holiday. He was called Harry the Hitman. So, I mean, we thought he was a wee bit a character and he's like if I didn't know you bastards I'd have fucking wrecked us all I mean, yeah, all right. he's my mate I'd take yeah. your fucking head off but the, the um, Harry the Hitman like I tell you something we, we did a in the hotel we were staying they had activities every day like rifle shooting archery rifle shooting bullseye every time Harry the Hitman and one of the girls taking the the, the activities was a Swedish girl called Soila which is a pretty cool name and I remember her introducing us to Harry first because he had been he must have gone holiday a few days before us and she was like hey Harry there's some other boys from Ireland and he goes I'm not from Ireland oh, I- he goes I'm from Northern Ireland the lines are for a reason yeah. we were like alright nice we'll not yeah. hang about with Harry too much but yeah he must have he must have liked us or something because yeah. he did take pity on us when, was I, uh, when I was at uni there was a fella from Banbridge who like everyone just called me Irish that was yeah. my nickname like and but you see anyone called him Irish and he was like I'm not fucking Irish I'm fucking Northern Irish and now yeah. he lives in Dublin and yeah. I was married to a free stater so you know there you go times have changed you know what I just think people care too much about stuff that like you, you just get over it you know what yeah. I mean like, yeah. see when people lose rag about Derry or Londonderry it's physically easier to say Derry you and know it's mean? just yeah. no one calls it Londonderry no it's um, stupid the, and when you do you're like oh you're better I, th- I think it was Alan Irwin recently was doing a bit about how People unnecessarily sectarianize stuff that, yeah. and they say, "Oh, Protestants do this and Catholics do that." And it's like, no, mm-hmm. no, you're just saying that. Well, it works, you know. Don't get me wrong; like, I do it for yeah. stand up all the time. But uh, there's people like in every walk, every day, things are like, "Oh, that's a Protestant thing." You're like, "Is it really?" Yeah. Like one thing I didn't know was a phrase until like recently was that's more Protestant. That's a bit oh, more Protestant I, yeah. now. I was like, what do you mean? Like, less crack? I, <laughs> no, I can just remember uh, my mate's granny saying that years ago, uh-huh. and then I didn't hear it for a long time until I heard a woman saying, 
that's a bit more Presbyterian now. Right, okay. So, you know, even Church of Ireland doesn't mm-hmm. cut the mustard. No, it's not so. full Presbyterian. Um, just when you were sitting there about nicking the cigars and your mate emptying his pockets, I remember when I was in sixth year, the school did away with the tuck shops and introduced vending machines instead. No. Exactly. Until some genius kid worked out how to hack them. <laughs> so basically, there were Mars bar machines and you went over, pressed the button, say you wanted a Snickers, uh-huh. held the Snickers button, flicked it on and off three times at uh-huh. the wall and a Snickers would drop out. Oh, nice. When you switched it back on. And I can just remember walking down the corridor and, and this kid was like, here, do you want, uh, do you want any sweets? Like, yeah. stoking <laughs> his blazer like fucking Del Boy. Yeah. And... Uh, I was like, what's the catch here? And he was like, no, no, work away. Yeah. And then... What a hero. You see, within three hours, I think they put about five vending machines around yeah. different parts of the school. All of them were empty. The Robin Hood of yeah. the school, yeah. And, like, you know, people just walking about like toddlers with fucking chocolate yeah. all around their faces. <laughs> uh, and then he actually... Because they also had Pepsi machines. And he worked out how to do the drinks machines. They were slightly different. But then I don't know how... He got, someone must have touted, and it got traced back to him. Um, and then they had to put these, like, cages over the, the sockets yeah. just to stop everyone from doing it. But it was a good time, you know? I, I hate that. Like the, Type the 2 touts, diabetes, but, always you know, the t- worth, it it's worth it to it. be a hero. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, some people say, you know, like, when people leave a legacy, you yeah. know, it's like... Is it worth it if they, you know, they, sometimes, you know, sometimes oh, you I'm live forever. This guy's living forever in infamy. Exactly. You know what I mean? This, cause I remember when I was in school, I could just shake. I was strong enough that I could just shake the vending machines. And because they weren't like today's vending machines, you'd have got something. You might not yeah. have been what you wanted, but you'd have got a wee bit of it. <laughs> a wee kick so, You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd have scooped it up. And I, like, I remember I used to work in the tuck shop. Whenever I was in, because I mean, as, as I don't know if I've mentioned much, I was a senior prefect, you know. Were you? Yep. Didn't know that. It wasn't due to my uh, intellect or anything, I was just a popular guy. I wasn't even you know a junior mean? prefect. Yeah, but listen, I enjoyed elements of being a prefect. I enjoyed uh, marking kids' uniform cards if they didn't have their sideburns a certain length or they had the hair flopping down when they bowed to me. Things like that, you know, then like that. But When you say bowed, like... Yeah, listen, it dropped to your knees, you know. Not like in Game of Thrones, don't take a knee, get on them. And... Um, that was a lot of fun, but I remember I had a hack when I did the tuck shop in that my mates would come up and just hand me invisible money. Right. And I would take it and go, oh, no worries, and sort them out, whatever. And That's exactly this, why they introduced vending machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there was one guy came up and he was like, can I have a muffin and a Diet Coke? And I went, yeah, no worries, man. And he went, and I was like, where's the money? And he goes, oh, he just, and I was like, no, he didn't. He was like, no, no, I just saw him. And it's like, I'm going to tell on you. And I was like, are you, Alexander? Are you really? And he's like, no, no, it's just fucking money. And he was like, oh. But what they did do, they brought in cards. Like, so you had to uh, like, yeah. have your wee card to pay rather than cash. And it was... And then they rebranded. They had a whole thing to rebrand our canteen, give it a name and all. Oh, for fuck's sake. And I was like, oh, what's What did they called? go for? The Silver Robin. You know? If anything, it should have been named in your honour. Yeah, Davies, big Davies. That big sounds Davies. Like, like a greasy spoon. It's probably got it? like a blue plaque in it now. Saying yeah. Dave Elliott used to operate here. Yeah, and I mean, I did, I did a great move once. I, not the boast, but I was a wee bit of a prankster, you know, back in the day. And one of my favourite ever moments that I thought that's a, a classic. I'm, I'm proud. There was like they had the the whiteboard or the blackboard, sorry, up every day for in the canteen. If they had like wee specials on, different than what the menus were. <laughs> And had a mince pie on one day, and I'd seen the board. It said mince pie, and had saw a bit of chalk, and it was in lowercase. So I just went, if I just loop the C, it'll become minge pie. <laughs> I just looked around, I got it, looped it down, and then got back to the queue and just watched as people were like, what's yeah. minge pie? Yeah, very fun moment for me, that. There was somebody uh, in our school There was... Um, you know, the notice boards for, like, the societies and stuff? Yeah. And there was one on the corridor for the Christian Union. They just had this massive, like, Christian Union. Yeah. Written on it, and then all their wee news bulletins and stuff. Um, but somebody changed the U to an O and drew an onion with a cross on it. Yeah. <laughs> the Christian Onion. Christian right. Onion. And another classic was, uh, remember the pencil tins? Oh, yes. So you used to get dairy milk ones. And I had uh, a cat one, you know, cat, oh, the, like, caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of uh, one of my mates, very beautifully, mm-hmm. might I say, t- 
Paladin scraped off the thing and got uh, Tipex and a purple coloured pen uh-huh. and changed Dairy Milk to Hairy Dick. <laughs> but it just looked authentic, genuine. Yeah. Like that's a good. Uh, that was good. I don't remember like the the teacher spot not and like trying to keep a straight face mm-hmm. while saying you cannot be walking about with Harry Dick pencil case. Yeah. So oh, they were never crack teachers when nah. they banter. But mm-hmm. see now. Like if I, I I couldn't be a teacher, I don't think I would smack people too easily. Just oh, kids fuck. buff them. Good I don't know things. how they do it, honestly. Um, somebody, I was having a conversation with someone recently who was a primary school teacher, and they were like, "Oh fuck!" I, someone there was saying, oh, "I can't imagine anything worse than being a primary school mm-hmm. teacher." And I'm like, "Really? What about teenagers? Yeah. That'd be yeah. far worse." A hundred percent. I couldn't cope with all, but like school school days were fun. And see if you you like committed to the bit, uh-huh. and that was I remember one of my best mates. He, we all you know you had your homework diary when you were like later in school. It was always a bit small, and you pop in your blazer. Yeah. And it's, we had like we we won probably about the size of this now. Like and it was like a, a wee small one. And my mate left his homework diary just in the common room, and like obviously the 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 go to move would be to draw a dick, but I went you know what. There's got to be more. There needs to be effort than this. So I, you know, like Nuts and Zoo magazine were kicking uh-huh. out there, like Maxim FHM. We had a load of them in the common room. And I went and cut loads of, you know, like the sex adverts out of the back. Uh-huh. You know, like phone this, triple X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sex, like there's dildo adverts and all, all this, like sex toys and the works. I cut a load of these out and made a collage on the, on his homework diary and then laminated it. Very nice. So brought in so sticky back plastic, should I say, not a laminator, and just left it back. Oh, you left your homework diary. And fair and first to him, he he kept using it, but it was like every time he whipped it out, it was just these like dirty bitches in your area. <laughs> nice. It was, it was nice. one of my favorite pranks. And I actually, I'm still really good mates with him to this day. And I would love him if he had it somewhere, you know, just to see it because it was be such a, nice a touch. it was such a, a proud moment for me getting them with that one. Loved that. Very yeah. good, yeah, man. I enjoyed school days. A lot of people didn't, but yeah, I can just remember like bands non-stop, yeah. pretty much. I mean, and because I was in boarding, it was like twenty-four hours a day. You were just doing stupid shit. Yeah. See, I think I enjoy. I think I very much early on realized I'm not going to be a super academic here. Uh-huh. So I just need to have the crack. Yeah, just enjoy it with that and. And like I, I enjoyed school rightly, and then like, but again, it's like I've said many times before. Like, how can you, when you're like fifteen, go like, this is what I want to do with my life? It's mental. Uh, do you know what I mean? So I, I can. But then some people, like my sister, was like that from about fucking twelve. She's yeah. like people trafficking. I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> straight into. Or it. she calls it solicitor. Yeah, um, <laughs> soliciting something. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, now the only thing I knew at that age was I was going to go bald. So yeah. Um, how are you finding the bald life? I'm enjoying it, actually. It took me a while. To it looks great, man. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm definitely, uh, I feel like, I don't know if you remember when you, did you do yours for the first time? Do you remember what that moment was like when you first took it down? Do you know, I can't quite remember, but Shona did it. So we'd only been going out for about six months and I was just like, I think I just need to bite the bullet here. And what, what was, the, what were you like myself where there was like, I had the, the pattern, I could see the sedan at the back and yeah. the bit here. It was in this bit, went off when this iceberg broke off and you know what, it's time to No, just well, it. I think I was probably, there was probably the iceberg there mm-hmm. and I was just like, just shave it to like a number three. Yeah. Um, And I probably sort of persisted with that for maybe a year and then I was just like, nah, this just yeah. needs to... See, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to stick with a one for a bit and yeah. I just... But the problem was when I took it off the first time, it was just so white compared to the rest of my face. And I was uh-huh. like, I just look like I'm ill. So now the sun's been out. I've just been in the sun trying Aye. to tan it up a bit. I'm enjoying it now. You see, I'm the other way around. It's like because I'm working outside all day, my head's like a fucking Malteser and yeah. my legs are like a Milky Bar. Yeah. But it's I I I like it now. I yeah, think, like, I'm glad I'm not going to grow it back now, unless I need to like I'm doing something whereby I need the sides and back, or I'm, I get cast in something as a nonce, as a clown <laughs> sits in the corner, then I'll grow it back a wee bit. But for you know, for the meantime, I just think yeah, I like it. And the nice thing is like Catherine sent me a picture, um, of her back. No, she sent me a picture of when Holly was just born. She's like, why are you 12 in this photo? And I looked at it and I did look really, really young. And she was like, I don't know, like your hair was quite thick and dark there, but I think you look, I prefer you now. With it. Like, yes, that's all. Yeah, uh, yeah. As long as she likes the that's, bald That's head. the thing about um, men can get away with aging somehow. Yeah. As Shona says, like, you know, you look at certain men that are like 
in their 50s and 60s and you're like yeah. I'd blast the fuck out of him uh, Paul Hollywood uh, what do you call your man Ugh. Roman Kempstad Martin oh, Martin Kemp yeah. he is a sexy like that's, that's Shona's favourite there's a bald actor and he's like he's really my mum loves him and I can't oh who is he he's really well known but he's bald but not like shaved Pip a, Torrance no no I think he said Pitbull he is also sexy but oh fuck he Ed Harris Oh yeah, is yeah, that yeah, him? Yeah. I think it's him. But if it is Ed Harris, Ed Harris is like, like bald, but like it's just falling out. I you know. Whereas is it is Ed Harris? But I remember my mum be like, Ed Harris is a fucking whoa, like a like a proper babe. Yeah, and it's, like it's weird when you hear your mum coming out with stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, look at he's got eyes, like those eyes are sexy. Like, but yeah. I mean, you would just take that hair down a bit. Unfortunately, uh, now for Ed Harris, he's really old. Like, yeah. there, bit of. Bit of a dish, like, wasn't he? Oh, aye. Cute guy. He's got uh, Paul Newman vibes about him. Yeah, and Paul, but then he was always, like, rocking that, so I don't know whether that's well, something... He was in a car advert recently, I think, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he definitely wasn't a barber's advert, but, you know, he, but he's keeping that and thinking, you know what, I'll just comb these side just bits. Don't and just don't Yeah. Go Larry David. I know, that's another one, Larry David. You're, but then, would I suit it? I don't know. Like, Kyle Gass from Tenacious D. Maybe he's we should... kept the back uh, and sides. We should do... A reverse head shave challenge for charity mm-hmm. and just grow our hair and then how long will we how long do we leave it for i don't know a year <laughs> yeah <laughs> but would you would you be allowed to trim it and like get it in the shapes and stuff you could put it you? in a ponytail or yeah. or spike it like keith flint in the fire starter video yeah you would um, you would actually look a bit like keith flint you know if i you actually that. won yeah. a stars in the rise competition when i was yeah. at uni as keith flint yeah because you could see because there was a time, I don't know what you did, you were doing something, and you put a f- picture up, and I went, who does he look like in that? And I was like, it's fucking Keith Flint from the yeah. project. So yeah, you do. I would go for the Hulk Hogan. Like, I would get it bleached and like properly, thinly, you know, straight cut the back, yeah. swear a bandana, brother. I'd just go for the full Terry Nuckins. Just oh, fucking. Yeah. Buster Nuckins. Long right? and loose. Yeah. <laughs> Terry is Nuckins. he dead? Yes, RIP to Terry Nuckins. Oh, God. What is, like, Terry Nuckins is a guy that if he died, you could be like, he could either be 40 or 87. I know. It's almost what as if now when someone from like, my childhood television dies, you're expecting allegations. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, who's going to come out of the woodwork first oh, here? Oh, shit. Oh, Terry Nockins was only 66 when he died. That's a shame. R.I.P. Terry Nockins. Like, should we look up sexy bald guys to see who... I'm pretty sure number one is going to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, well, me. You, yes. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Here's some of the some of the, the ones. Bruce Willis, Stephen yeah. Topless, Vin Diesel. Yep. Jason Statham. He's not full back though, is he? Which I like. Uh, Patrick Stewart. He is full back. Is he? Jason Statham. I thought he sort of had the the, the bits around the side. Sean Connery. That's um, a sexy ball guy. John Travolta. People are saying is a uh, is a top baldy. I was saying to you, John Travolta looks ridiculous, I think. Just bald stop. Yeah, I mean well, that's bald or with her. Um see I, I like I like a wee I like a wee bit of Statham, you know, a wee bit of like the side. I yeah. sometimes I do that, but it's just when I can't be arsed. Yeah, would you ever grow a beard or anything or would you just I can't man, I'm incapable. I just cannot grow a beard for shit. I did have a wee sort of goatee and chin minge at mm-hmm. one stage a few years ago. Yeah, um, wee soul patch. We tash tash. Yeah, soul patched. But I uh, I preferred to call it machinge because it, it was machinminge. Yeah, nice. Um, but I, mean, uh, yeah, I reckon you could pull off a mustache. Well, I, no, I had that yeah. a few years ago. Like, did you do November? Did you? No, I just uh, hadn't been arsed shaven for a long time, and then mm-hmm. decided, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Because um, I'll I'll never get rid of the beard ever, no matter what happens. If it goes grey, anything, it's still. There's quite a lot of posters. I'm on still use the photo when I've got the Oh why? That way number. Yeah, and you got the soul patch too. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, no, I just like being bald. Mm-hmm. All over. Pretty nice. much. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. you're like a naked morat. 
Very much so. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, Are you endorsed by Manscaped or anything? The no, sort of products? no, I'm endorsed by Camo. Nice. Um, would you like Would you like a, a Manscaped lawnmower 4.0 to take home with you to try out? Oh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll hook you up one of those. Yeah, I'm not sponsored by them anymore, but I've got just one line of bike. Sweet, that, that'll yeah. definitely come in handy. Yeah, so there you um, go. Listen, that's it. We, we've done We've done our allocation of time, which is great. It's been. I know what you're going to do now, and it pains me to let you go. But um, do you want to do you want to tell people where you're at? I'm going to go for a wee swim in the sea. I've even uh, come on my shorts. Oh, oh, gross, we'll wipe it off, please, before you leave. Um, um, just one thing before we mm. go, if it may be so bold, talking about um, sort of having to do a corporate gig and, and keeping yes. it clean-ish. Uh-huh. So I was discussing this with my kids last night. What are your favourite non-swear swear words? Like... Bucking. Bucking, that's a good one, yeah. of course. Bucking. Uh, I son of a deadly is yeah. one of my favourites. Like a Walt, I like a to Walt. use that. Walt's a good Sometimes, one. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's because I'm doing this thing, Mickey's Radio Walter thing next week. Yes. And I'm trying to think of like mild swear words. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm have not, you been told? Because I'm named it on the 29th, and I don't know. Say I don't know what the crack is. I'm but just going to do whatever. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah. I probably will end up. You know. Yeah. Dropping the end bomb. Well, listen, I, I was at a show. I mean, that's just you know standard. But <laughs> I was at a show uh, last week for Radio Ulster, and a few of the acts swore. Yeah. And I just they can be edited out. You know, yeah. As long as there's enough to. Bell, as a classic. It's yeah. The, just short for Bell End. That yeah. guy's a total Bell. Yeah. A root. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. You can't put the F on it anymore, sadly, because they'll be like, "Oh, yeah, freight's offensive." You see, yeah, that's another one that. Yeah, is f- see now when I think of the word fruit as an insult, I don't yeah. even equate it to like see. I think sexuality. I think I just that's think the problem with m- definitely my generation um, is that like I don't ever call somebody gay who's homosexual. Uh huh. You know I, that's not gay to me. Yeah, it? and it's oh, it's so gay. It's not in any way actually gay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean like a fruit's not a gay person? Well, I know? would just think of. A fruit more as like a wee sort of nerd or weakling yeah, or something. Yeah, like. a wimp, a wee fruit, yeah. 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 You know, but, but but then it does have the historical connotations, you know, so. Yeah. But you know what? Fuck history. It's about to erase, isn't it? <laughs> let's write forward. our own history. Yeah, let's do it. Let's move forward. Let's write our own white history. <laughs> Hetero white. Yeah. Cis yeah. history. You wonder let's, why he shaved write, his head. Let's write our own history. <laughs> That's all we're all about here. <laughs> Oh, so sorry. But listen, thank you very much for coming on. I need to actually come out now you're on the podcast, actually, too. Um, I, I swam last week in the sea. No. Well, this me, guy. This me, fucking me, guy. Now you point it out. I didn't post it anywhere. I didn't make a big deal of it. I just was in with my kids and it was fine. What's the point if you're not posting it? Because I I didn't do it for my mental health. I did it because it was hot. That's why <laughs> I did it, you know. Yeah, man. I tell you what, though, it is cold. Not so much. When you now, do it in January, it's cool. Now, where, see when you're, where you're going, do you go to the same spot? Are you meeting somebody there? Do you know, I, you? I've not actually done it for I would about like, a year and a half. I would like to suggest somewhere for you to go uh-huh. and try because it's great. Yeah. I'm not going to do it on air because it's secret. Okay. Yeah, I know a few secret right. spots yeah. and you want to keep but them it's secret. it's a really, really good spot. That's where I went last week. Nice. Yeah, nice. so listen, pleasure to have you on. That was a lot of fun. As always. And you go enjoy the sea. I'm going to go out and just tan my bonds now and go for a walk with the dog. Nice. Probably let him in the sea. Lovely. Anyway, yeah. So, and you want to plug before you go? Where can people find you? They just find me, Ian Thompson, etc. Ian Thompson, etc. And there's no P in Thompson. There you go. Instagram, Facebook, Ian Thompson yeah. Comedy. Or just it. dressed as a clown sitting in the corner of your kid's bedroom. Exactly. Yeah. That's the easiest place to find me. I'm the slack guy.